What's up, everyone, and welcome to Good Morning on Purpose, a daily podcast that aims to evoke a sense of positivity and possibility in your day. This is my first ever attempt at podcasting and serves as a process for me personally to overcome some obstacles and difficulties that I've experienced over the last many years, months, or even days. If nothing else, I can promise a positive or motivational message, an atmosphere of honesty, and a friendly hello from someone you've likely never met. Although there are many things in life that are likely out of your control, your perspective is yours alone, and from that perspective, the choices we make and the things we think impact our daily outcomes. So with that in mind, and without further ado, from me to you, good morning. Today is February 2nd, 2024. It is Friday, and it's 42 degrees outside. And there's already a plane going overhead. So for today, already, I've done some reading. I've done some meditating. I've had a huge cup of water. And then I headed right out the door. I've mentioned it before, but I personally love ice water. It wakes me up. It I feel hydrated. I really can't stand like room temperature or, or slightly warm water to drink. It just it's just not enjoyable. But some really cold water, it's just so clear and plain and smooth. It's it's refreshing. But there's more to it than just me being obsessed with water. When you drink water first thing in the morning, it has a fair number of health benefits. Inherently, if you've been sleeping, you haven't been up eating food or drinking any fluids, and so you're in some state of dehydration. Being dehydrated can affect your brain function, your mood, all kinds of other things. So drinking water can help to naturally put you into a more positive mindset right from the jump. Drinking water also has a ton of health benefits, and I've heard more and more that people are trying hard to drink enough water in the day, which is fantastic. But I think sometimes we forget why we're supposed to be drinking so much water, and why it's worth all the trouble. Drinking water can help you regulate your blood pressure. It's also the vehicle through which we regulate our blood. It's how we transport a lot of nutrients to different parts of our bodies. It can help the body to flush out toxins. It helps you to lubricate your joints, which can help reduce inflammation or joint pain. It can help with digestion. I mean, it kind of does something for most systems in our body. It's it's also funny when people think about drinking water. A lot of the time, we think that we should have something to drink after we're already dehydrated. For example, when people are exercising, they don't drink water beforehand, and they don't drink water as they're going. They'll tend to drink water after they're already tired, or even when they're out of breath. When people say stay hydrated, they mean don't get dehydrated, as in preemptively consume water throughout your day so that you stay in a more positive and elevated state. Speaking of water and exercise, I was thinking yesterday about what people would do with their free time if, for whatever reason, for a period of time, none of us had access to computers. Maybe the government has seized them all because they they need them for some reason, or maybe all of the internet has been hacked and and is down for, for a bit. We're all fine. We can all eat and get access to healthcare and all that somehow, but if you have a job that requires a computer, you maybe have a period of time where you can't work. Additionally, there's no social media, there's no video games, there's no streaming platforms, there's no Google, there's just the world and each other. What would you do with your time? I personally would probably work out on a regular basis, like every day, hence thinking about the exercise and the water and all of that, but I just wonder what people's routines would look like. What time would you wake up in the morning? Would you stay up as late at night? 
Would you have the same eating habits? Would you spend more time with people or less? I guess I wouldn't really be able to put out a podcast if I didn't have any technology to use. So that would be morning. That would be a little bit of a downer. I'd have to find a new outlet or new hobby. It's also a little weird to walk on this path here sometimes. Some people might know what I'm talking about. If you live in certain places, there aren't a whole lot of paths or sidewalks from one place to another. You might live in one place and it's only a mile walk, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes to get to somewhere you'd like to go, but there's no pathway. But if you hopped in your car, you could get there in a couple minutes. I guess it could be like that in cities too, to some degree, but there are plenty of cities and towns where you can get pretty much anywhere by walking or hopping on your bike, or maybe you can walk to a bus stop where the buses do run on a regular basis and on time. That seems great. It seems real accessible <laughs> to people um, and also just seems to make sense. If more and more of us don't have cars or can't drive cars or cars can't run as well for whatever reason at some point in the future, we're not really, we're, we're not going to be able to get very far. I guess that's one thing that makes like cycling or endurance and distance jogging a really strong habit because if you had to get 23 miles away from where you are in a short period of time, you'd be able to do it. All right, uh, my recording device is definitely going to die, so... Hippocrates once said that health is the greatest of human blessings, and that a wise man ought to realize that health is his most valuable possession. Hippocrates was an ancient Greek physician who many people considered to be the father of medicine. He distinguished medicine from religion and from philosophy, and much of how we identify with medicine and health is based on the foundations he laid over 2400 years ago. He was one of the first people to introduce concepts like prognosis, which is predicting the course and outcome of a disease, and clinical observation, which is examining and questioning a patient. He rejected a lot of the notions that diseases were coming from demons or gods or curses, and was able to scientifically attribute many conditions to things like diet or lifestyle or climate or environmental factors. Doctors today still take a Hippocratic oath. It's a revised version, it's been changed and molded over the years, but it still adheres to the same core values that doctors should have respect and beneficence, that they should adhere to standards of confidentiality and autonomy and non-maleficence. You can still read translations of his original writings and works today, and it's pretty interesting to go through some of these essays. So much of what Hippocrates believed in and advocated for was a holistic and preventative approach to medicine. One that you can still find today, but I would argue in a lot of systems and places isn't the standard. The idea that we can just pop a pill or get a treatment to fix issues that are caused by well-known environmental factors, lifestyle factors, choices that we make. We just wipe away the things that we've known we should be doing to take care of ourselves for thousands of years with modern technology. It's funny and weird that we hold doctors to a standard of the Hippocratic Oath, but we don't hold ourselves to a standard that respects where medicine originated from. Hippocrates emphasized the importance of diet, exercise, hygiene, and environmental factors. And if we can think of this guy as basically one of the first real doctors as we think of them today, we should probably take that doctor's advice. For the next few days, and possibly for the next handful of episodes, I'm planning to read some of these old, old, old essays from Hippocrates and see what comes out, see what looks similar to what we think and know today versus what we've moved past. Obviously, we live in a modern age. Medicine has advanced so much, and it's generally for our benefit. It's amazing that we can do so much. It's amazing that we can treat and cure so many conditions. 
that we can live our lives how we'd like to, and that through the hard work of doctors and nurses, the scientists and researchers, of allied healthcare professionals, mental health professionals, we can live our lives to a much higher standard than probably ever before. And at the same time, even outside of medicine, we do have cars and we do have the internet. We have access to tons of information and we can take it upon ourselves to take advantage of that access, that technology, that knowledge, and apply it to our everyday lives. Health doesn't start at the doctor's office. It starts in the way that you live your life, in the information that you know about your body, in the choices that you make, in the foods that you eat, in the way that you shape your life. Kind of, at, kind of like I was saying earlier, access to things makes us complacent, makes us comfortable. Being able to drive 23 miles down the road makes it so that we don't have to walk or jog or take a bike. Having access to computers and phones and the internet lets us do things that Hippocrates probably couldn't have dreamed of. But one universal truth that's been a constant since back then is that you probably need to stay hydrated. And so for today, that's my advice to you. Start your day with a glass of water, like I do. Water helps you regulate your body temperature. It lubricates your joints and cushions your organs and tissues prevents them from rubbing together, causing friction and damage, delivers oxygen and nutrients to your cells, and helps to shuttle and remove waste products like carbon dioxide. It can help you synthesize hormones and transmit nerve impulses that let you contract your muscles, and among other things. We can't live without it, but we can get enough of it. Everybody needs it. And if you can start your day with a nice cold glass, or warm, I guess, if that's what you prefer, you can boost that metabolism, improve your brain function, mood, and energy levels, and kickstart your day, ensuring that you have a good morning on purpose. The music for today was by Scott Buckley, and you can find more information about the tracks that I used in the show notes. I'll provide some of the quotes from Hippocrates in the description as well, and you may hear me reference him again a few more times in the next few episodes. I'm also going to continue to split this podcast into two sections, the first being just a free-form narrative of me while I'm starting my day or on my walk or whatever it is that I'm doing, and then a second section, which might be shorter or longer, where I interject a little bit or bring some context to what I'm talking about. Maybe provide more quotes or information, tie everything together, and close things out. It allows me to do some light editing and then go through the process of uploading the actual episode. If you like these changes or have some thoughts on anything that I've said or just want to say hello, don't forget that you can still email me at goodmorningonpurpose at gmail.com. Either way, I hope you're enjoying and I'll catch you in the next episode.